0: Hello everyone, my name is Osiris Estrada and welcome to Trazel, the How to Sell Your Home podcast where we talk about the perils and pitfalls of selling your home, how to add value to your house and how it all affects you. In today's episode, we're gonna dive in deeper, building off of last week's episode and talking about what it means to add a story to your house. I know that's a very kind of a vague notion, so I really wanna give you guys some concrete details and ideas of what to do. We're also gonna break down What trends are going to be popular in kitchens all across America for the next few years? And I'm going to show you how you can add value to your house for less than $1,000. All right. This one's going to be fun, guys. I hope you like it. Now over the last week, I talked to some of you who I know listen to the podcast, and I wanted to get an idea of what issues or topics you might want to hear about, what challenges you might be facing. Far and away, the number one topic that most of you expressed interest in was how do you add value to your house? Now, last week, I put an episode that talked about how my approach is to selling a house. And what I explained was that I like to tell the story of that house to the home buyer. Now I know that that may seem like a vague way of putting it, so in today's episode, I want to talk about more concrete tips and techniques of how you might go about doing that. Starting today, I'm going to be doing a mini-series here on the podcast where I'm going to go through every section of the house and explain how you can go and add value to that part of the house and what the most popular trends are. We're also going to be looking at the trends of tomorrow and what I mean by that is that by looking at new multi-million dollar houses that are being built today in 2016, we get a glimpse of what the future of real estate is going to look like. The reason why I like to look at expensive homes is that more often than not they're meticulously planned and nothing but the best and only the newest and best trends are used. This really gives us a snapshot into what the next three to five years are are going to look like as these trends start to come down to your average middle class home. So to start things off, we're going to start out in the kitchen. Now the kitchen is oftentimes considered the cornerstone of the house. It's often it's often said that to sell a house you need to upgrade the kitchen. I'm not sure if I agree with that, but I know that it's definitely important. Starting from the ground up, the first thing you're going to notice is that every new house that's being built today has wood floors. There's not a single home, okay I lied, there's one home that I found that had tiles installed. But for the most part, all new homes have wood floors on them. Next up is the cabinets. The most popular form of cabinets were dark wood grain cabinets. Now what I mean when I say dark wood grain color, I mean that the cabinets are darker than the floor. They don't necessarily have to be a super dark color. There's a lot of cabinets that are lighter wood grain color, however... For the most part, they tend to be darker than the wood grain floor underneath them. Moving up to the countertops, granite countertops are still the number one go-to type of countertop out there. In fact, they're the only type of countertops that you'll find in high-end homes. And that's been true for a while now. The trend doesn't seem to be slowing down or changing anytime soon. Then when we take a look at the appliances, stainless steel appliances, are very similar to granite countertops in that the trend seems to be here to stay and it doesn't show any signs of slowing down, it's not going away anytime soon. There are some smart technology appliances now, but those still seem to be more of a luxury item and not necessarily... not a necessity. Then we have lighting. Now lighting is divided into two different parts. First we have our ceiling lights which are can lights. Can lights are the small circular lights that are recessed. And by recessed, I mean that they go up into the sheetrock. And what I like about them is that they make the kitchen look really clean. If your house was built, say, before 2000, then chances are that the light fixture in your kitchen is a surface-mounted light, which takes away a little bit from the kitchen by adding it a little bulk up there. With these can lights, it just gives it a really clean, really minimalist type of feel to it. And they're actually a lot brighter too than the surface mounted fixtures. The next type of light is what's called the pendant light and these are the hanging lights that hang down from the ceiling down to dining tables, kitchen islands, and or breakfast bars. They hang about three to four feet above the surface. Pendant lights are unique in that they started off in restaurants and over the last few years they've slowly but surely made their ways into homes everywhere. Finally, we have the exposed hood ranges. Now, now these hood ranges are basically the vents that goes on top of your stove. Now, over the last year or two, it's been very popular to install the exposed vents rather than what it was before, which is if you look at your kitchen right now, what you're going to most likely see is that the vents goes up into the cabinet or if you have a, sometimes they put a microwave up there and then the fan just goes right underneath into the microwave. Now, taking into account all these trends, I wanted to see what can you upgrade for less than $1,000. What is it that you could do today that would upgrade the value of your house without you having to break the bank and make sure that you got a good return on your investment? So working backwards, let's start with the range hood. Now, just by simply buying the vent alone, it's going to cost you about anywhere between $200 to $500, depending on how nice of a vent you want. I actually debated putting in the vent. Sometimes it's gonna be easy for you to spend less than a thousand dollars, but other circumstances it's gonna your cost is gonna be well in the excess of a thousand dollars. Everything depends on your current kitchen layout and how much work it's gonna to take to remove the existing cabinet and whatever's existing in your house right now above your stovetop. For example, you're most likely gonna to have to do some patching in the wall behind where the range hood's gonna go, but If you also have to fix the cabinets or finish the cabinets or add to the backsplash to make it look right, then there's a good chance that you're going to be spending a lot more than a thousand dollars. Your best bet is to call up a contractor in your neighborhood and get an estimate from them to see how much it'll cost to install one. That's one of the things that I learned as a construction project manager is that oftentimes when you're remodeling something, it looks so straightforward. It looks like You'll simply move one thing and replace it with another, but in reality, when it's what ends up happening is that there's a lot of small details that you may not see at first, especially if you've never done the work before. And all these little details can quickly add up the man hours and end up costing you a lot more money than you initially anticipated. Now the next upgrade that you can do for less than $1,000 is adding in some can lights to the kitchen. Now these lights can run you anywhere between three dollars and $400 to install the first one and any additional one after that is going to cost you about $100. So when it's all said and done, it's most likely going to cost you about $500 total to get a few of these installed. And the third and final upgrade that you can make to your house for under $1,000, and these are my favorite, are the pendant lights. Now these only cost about $150 to $200 for the first one to have it installed depending on the cost of the actual light that you end up choosing just like the can lights it'll most likely be about a hundred dollars more per light so take a look at your kitchen to see if it makes sense to add pendant lights to it they are by far the number one investment that you can make on your kitchen that's going to bring you the most return on your investment i really love these because they're the first thing that a home buyer is going to see when they walk into the kitchen if you think about it all the appliances are in the back The floors are hidden. The only thing you really see are these pendant lights and the cabinets. But remember, it has to make sense for you to add it to your kitchen. For example, if you have a breakfast bar that doesn't have pendant lights, definitely add them. I've seen them pretty cheap too at Home Depot. I've seen them for as low as like $20 for a decent pair. They don't have to be anything fancy, they just have to look good and they have to match what else is going on in your kitchen. Now, the great thing about these upgrades is that most people don't know about them. So you have to capitalize on this. There's a very good chance that your neighbor's house down the street, who's also thinking about selling their house or or selling their house now, don't know about installing pendant lights or installing can lights or exposed vents, unless they themselves are looking in the right places, i.e. listening to this podcast or reading my blog. So make sure to take advantage of this. So when it comes time to sell, the offers will be coming your way, not theirs. Let me just quickly go over the cost of other upgrades, just because it doesn't hurt to know. Even though they are going to be much more substantial cost, if you want to, if you want to add hardwood floors to your kitchen, it's going to cost you between eight to ten dollars a square foot, depending on what type of uh, what type of wood you use. And if you use a laminate flooring, it's going to cost you between five to six dollars a square foot. Now it may not seem like a much of a difference at the end of the day. But it's going to end up running you between 2000 to about $4,500 to replace your kitchen floor, depending on how big the size of your kitchen is. Now, moving on to the cabinets. Coming from someone who's spent years installing many cabinets, I can assure you that cabinets can vary a lot in price and in the way they look. I mean, I could spend a whole podcast and possibly even a whole mini-series on just cabinets alone. But I can tell you is that, you could end up spending anywhere between $4,000 to $10,000 just on the cabinets alone. And we're not even talking about countertops yet. Now, if you want to add a countertop to that and you want to add a nice granite countertop, it's going to cost you about 3 to 5 3 to 5, maybe $6,000 for a good solid countertop depending on the size of your counter space again. Finally, uh, let's talk about the appliances. Now, appliances can get rather expensive real quick, especially when you start adding in smart technology into the mix. Look to spend about a thousand dollars for a good appliance, so like a good fridge, a good fridge or a good range. One of the rule of thumbs when it comes to appliances is, and whether you should buy a new one or not, is looking at your kitchen and see whether the appliances stand out in a negative way. If the rest of the kitchen looks good and you feel like the only thing really left to upgrade are the appliances, then sure go ahead and buy some. Otherwise in most cases I wouldn't worry much about that. So there you have it, 3 simple upgrades for less than a thousand dollars that will significantly boost the value of your kitchen. Remember looking at these trends is a snapshot of what the future of home building is going to look like for the next 3-5 to years so make sure you capitalize on these trends and take advantage of them while you still can, it's what's going to differentiate you from a similar house down the street in the same exact price range. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the show. Now before you take off, I want to ask you for a huge favor. If you have a real estate related question you want answered, email me at Osiris at Trazel.com. that's O-S-I-R-I-S at Trazil.com, T-R-A-Z-U-L, you'll have a chance to have your question answered right here on the show. I personally read and respond to every email that comes through and I want you, the audience, to shape the narrative of the show. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, I want to help. Thank you so much in advance for that, it really helps out a lot. Once again, my name is Osiris Estrada and this is Trazel, the How to Sell Your Home podcast, where we talk about the perils and pitfalls of selling your home, how to add value to your house, and how it all affects you. I'm a real estate agent in the Puget Sound area working with Fathom Realty. If you're thinking about selling your house and want to hire me, feel free to call or text me at 425-280-1880 or email me at Osiris at Trazel.com. That's O-S-I-R-I-S at Trazel.com. Thank you once again from the bottom of my heart for being here. I really do appreciate it. Until next time, signing out.